This is the Plan Simple Podcast. The one for you, my dear, the woman who wears so many hats. We both know how many people in your life benefit when you're at your best. What would happen if you were to ditch overwhelm and wear all those hats with ease? I'm going to share how simple this can be. We will dive into how to make health, family, home, spirituality, productivity, and entrepreneurship more easeful. Incredible friends and guests will come by for inspirational conversations, valuable shares, and real strategies so you can plan for your best life. My name is Mia Moran. I'm a mother of three, a wife, an entrepreneur, a coach, and your host. I wear a lot of hats, and I am committed to leading a balanced life and sharing all that I have learned and am learning with you. You're ready? Let's flow. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. So this is part of our new episode that we're releasing every week where I come on and talk about a specific piece of planning and how I'm implementing that in my life, either now or in the past or all along the way. So I'm hoping that this will help give you some strategy, give you some tools and give you a behind the scenes into how I'm thinking about these things. So we have been going through a series of guest interviews on our Wednesday episodes that have to do with entrepreneurship for the past few weeks. And I'm going to start sort of grouping like topics together to see if that helps just create some momentum in our audience's lives around different topics. So knowing that you can go back and listen to a variety of topics if those ones aren't resonating with you. So we've been focused a bit on entrepreneurship, and we're actually going to be moving into episodes relevant around motherhood and parenting in the next couple of weeks. And I'm really excited about some of those interviews. But before we leave behind entrepreneurship, which we'll come back to really soon, because that's one of the major topics around here, I thought I would go through some of the ways that I'm thinking about this entrepreneurship bucket and how to make that category more productive. So I want to take you back to an analogy, which I think I just shared on the last episode, but I'm going to share again so that it lives within this episode, which is that idea of the scale and of us like the old fashioned kind and the idea of balancing out two objects. And to me, that's what I'm always thinking about when I'm thinking about work life balance is I'm thinking about tipping that skill. And often when we start on this journey of looking for balance and using planning to find more balance, to create more balance in our lives, I start by acknowledging that there's this usually big bouldery thing that's getting us out of balance. And for many of us, that is work or our businesses. So we've created this huge chunk of time that we're spending on work or building a business. And I like to create the analogy that that's like a big hollow plastic sphere that's sitting on this scale. And the opportunity that we have to create balance when we're first getting into this process 
and getting into planning and following through and dreaming and all the things that we do around here is just to think about like, what's one little gold nugget that can balance out that work thing? So sometimes that's meditation, sometimes it's moving your body, sometimes it's taking a shower or peeing alone. Sometimes it's connecting with your spouse or a kid. It can look different for everybody and it could actually look different sort of moment to moment. You might have multiple nuggets that you're balancing that big work boulder with. But the point is, is that these little moments can have a lot of weight. They can bring us into balance. And a lot of times when we're thinking about work-life balance, we're thinking about how to get something that takes up as much time as work. And that really can be overwhelming to the system. So we always start with these little things that balance out work. But eventually, and that's what I'm going to get into today, it really is helpful to start thinking about how that big hollow ball can become denser, can become more meaningful, right? And then to balance that out, we're taking up more space on the other side and adding in more meaningful things that take up more space on the other side of that balance scale. So it's interesting when we start to lean and when we're using this analogy, and I hope you can visualize this with me, when you start to lean into making that big hollow ball more dense, more, you know, closer to the gold, more dense, you actually are at the same time, in order to create balance, creating more stuff that's balancing out the work on the other side. So as you make the work piece more condensed, more productive, more effective, more meaningful, when you make it really matter more, you're creating more things that matter in all areas of your life, or you're creating the space to have more things that matter in all areas of your life. Does that make sense? So this episode, I really wanted to talk about in this work arena as an entrepreneur, how when we start to dream, plan, follow through in new and innovative ways in that with business, how that can buy us so much more balance. And again, it's that idea of how we do one thing is how we do everything. So if you're going to focus on that piece, which is happens to be a phase that I'm in right now, I'm really focused on how I can be most effective around here around plan simple, how we can have the biggest impact and how that doesn't have to take away from my health, me having time to be with my kids, me managing the house, all the different things that I actually have come to really enjoy doing. So they're not really a have to. It's like I've started to figure out how to really make those things matter and how they matter to me and only do those parts of it. And I really want the space to do that. And I want to be able to do that in the work that I'm creating as well. I don't want that to be this overwhelming thing that sort of takes me out. So here's some of the things that I've been thinking about, and you'll hear some of the similarities and I'll draw them back to the podcast as well. So one thing that I have found can change so much about my business and my work time is to really think more systematically. As a creative entrepreneur, it's not always easy for me. I love creating new things and I'm kind of somehow drawn to reinventing the wheel, which I'm trying to get over. So The past year, I've been really focused on creating systems around creating this podcast. In creating those systems, it actually opened up the space for me to do this extra episode. It also created this space where I think we're on in just this year alone. I think we're going to have been so far and we're only halfway through on 50 or 60 other people's podcasts. So that's, you know, 50 or 60 hours of being interviewed, which is always coupled with me doing a little bit of research about what I'm talking about. So it's a lot of time that I have saved in being systematic about 
what's already happening and it's opened up more space for what then can happen. So for me, when I'm planning systems, what that looks like is just keeping track of things that I'm doing, making sure that they're documented, making sure that if I had to go away or go do something else, that somebody could take this piece of paper, this document, and they could do it. They could figure out how to launch my podcast. They would know when it needs to go live. They would know who to communicate with, right? And so I do this slowly. I give myself a lot of grace. I've given myself an entire year to be able to have my whole business systematized in this way. But the more and more I think about how to create systems, the better it is. A really simple example of this is if you're constantly in business sending emails back and forth about what time to meet with somebody, you can create a system of using a booking calendar where somebody can just come make an appointment and that calendar is syncing with your calendar. And as long as you keep that up to date, they will only see times that you're available. So that's an example of creating a system where there isn't one. Also creating a system is documenting, right? So there's lots of different versions of a system. So maybe just think about like, what's one area where I could be a little bit more systematic, like it repeats all the time. Sometimes that's a Q&A for your clients or so that you could someday have somebody else answering questions for you. So it doesn't always have to be you. Sometimes maybe you're not a visual designer by trade, but you're somehow the one who makes all the images for your brand and you've gotten kind of good at that because you've had to. But like, what does that actually entail? What choices are you making and how could somebody else do that for you? right? Maybe you are in your inbox all the time. And if you just had a system around that, you could save a lot of time. So a system around the inbox would just be like, decide that you're only in there a couple times a day, decide that you're only in there once a day, and then make a system like of an autoresponder that tells people that you're only coming in at once a day. I did not plan to spend that long on systems, but think about the systems that will help make your business more efficient, productive. It will give you more time for what matters most to you because most likely what's in those systems aren't the things that you would do all day, every day if you had a choice. Okay. Number two, the thing I think about for planning with business is just getting clarity, getting clear on what it is I'm doing right now. And I generally have a six month plan going out for my business. Like I understand what podcasts we're doing. I understand what we're launching when. I understand how we're marketing that. I understand at a high level sort of what the different themes are so that I can come in and write marketing copy and whatnot every week. And if the past two and a half years have showed me anything, it's that things can change kind of quickly. Messages can change. We have to respond to like what's actually happening. I have found that I am learning so much just about myself, about humanity, about my own limitations, about my limitations of even sometimes what I'm passing on and wanting to be really conscious about that and want to learn how to do things better. And so I find that as I get more clarity, I'm constantly looking at the next six months out, but I'm not always waiting six months for that to happen. Does that make sense? So it's like every two months, I'm looking six months out and seeing where we are. So clarity really helps helps me create meaning on a weekly basis, like long-term clarity. What am I here? Why am I doing this? So I spend time creating systems and finding clarity. So that means that every week when I'm making a list of the things I want to do, a lot of times on my list is make time for systems, make time for clarity. Does that make sense? So I think these are things that sometimes we think we would just fit in when we can. But what 
I want the purpose of this episode to be for you is that these are all things that if we're going to do them, we usually have to very intentionally make time for. Okay, help is another one. So help was a big one for me. And these are in no particular order, by the way, but help was hard for me to ask for. It was hard for me to ask for help with the kids, even when, you know, I was running to go pick somebody up to have to be back to a call. I was just on a podcast episode today where the person who was interviewing me was sharing about like crazy stories of being on the phone and going and getting kids. And help is hard to ask for. Right now, we've hired more people within Plan Simple to help implement some of these systems that we've gotten good at documenting. But having help takes time at the beginning. And that was something that I didn't fully understand. So like, for example, right now, I meet on a daily basis with my team every morning, just for 20 minutes so that they can actually help me. And for a long time, I thought that I could just be helped and things weren't happening and I was getting frustrated and I was wasting essentially a lot of extra time that I could have leveraged if I just spent that 15 minutes. So help is something that it has taken me time to listen to enough knowledge to be able to accept help. And then it's also taking me time to train help, to have help be helpful, if that makes sense. And so think about that. Think about where you need help and what you need to make time for to allow that in. Sometimes it's we need to make time for the actually allowing of the help, you know. Sometimes we need to make time for a hard conversation. Sometimes we have to make time to do more of a training. And you could even think of that with training sounds really technical and we are talking about work, so it is kind of technical. But another example of help is you know, it's hard for me to work in the morning when I come downstairs and the kitchen is messy. So help is me spending 15 minutes with my kids at night showing them what clean is to me so that when I wake up, it's clean and I don't have to worry about it. I do have three teens, so they can handle that. Okay. Another thing that I plan for is focus. So my world is very distracted right now. I have a dog who barks when the mailman comes or Amazon comes anywhere down the block, doesn't even have to be coming to me. I have a spouse who works at home a lot of the time and I don't always know when. It is summer as I'm recording this. So the kids are in and out way more than they are in the school year or way more, I guess, two of them have jobs. So it's way more I don't always know when it's going to be. And I'm constantly doing things like this, like recording and doing things that need quiet. And so planning for focus has been a really, really big piece of making work feel really good. So I really look at when is it going to be quiet? When can I do that hard thing? When do I feel supported enough? When can I have a conversation? When can I be on with clients? And I really look at that on a regular basis. When am I going to focus on what? And what does my surrounding need to be like in order for me to do that? And how do I make time for it? When I'm on client calls, that's pretty easy for me to draw boundaries around. Like I feel like I have like a big sign, like I'm with clients, please do not bother me. And no one ever bothers me. Podcast doors always slam. So now I text everybody in my family when I'm about to be on a podcast. So if they're coming in and out, they can do so quietly. And when I'm doing sort of marketing work, writing work, creating programs, creating content that we run in Flow 365, I'm preparing for a retreat, whatever the, like the more quiet things that technically could happen 
then or later. I actually utilize the focus sessions that are part of Flow 365. We offer three to four of them a day. They're 90 minute co-working sessions. I utilize those. They're called focus sessions. And so like literally they help me focus and be accountable to showing up for the stuff that I could like totally go wash dishes because that night thing doesn't always happen. I could go wash dishes instead of writing that email or I could, you know, go outside and play with the dog instead of cleaning off my desk. Stop. I don't know whatever I'm supposed to be doing, right? Does that make sense? That didn't sound like very inspirational doing. Writing the ebook. Have you seen our new ebook? So I spent the last six weeks before we released the ebook, I was writing it. I was creating an outline. I was overseeing the design. I was figuring out, you know, what exactly planning pages we want. I had to record the audio. All of that took a lot of focus because I could have launched it then, or I could have launched it in December. Like it was really up to me. And so I really utilize these guided sessions to do that. So planning is a funny one because we're talking about planning for biz right now on this episode and making time for that. But it's kind of like the chicken and the egg thing. If you're going to plan, you have to plan for the time to plan. So for me, even though I teach all about planning, it's easy for me not to give myself time for that or to not have the focus time that I want for that. So very often I'll plan sort of high level things during one of our focus sessions. And then every Friday we actually have very specific planning sessions for the next week. So sometimes I'll plan along with everybody else while I'm holding space or right after we get off, if there's more back and forth on a call, I will plan right after. So I've gotten into this habit of every Friday by the time I close my computer, I've planned the next week. So sometimes with all these things, whether it's focus or planning or clarity or help or systems, if we have a time that's the same, it makes it easier to show up to it. Help is definitely an example of that right now. So I've been working with our team to really take on a lot of our social media pieces and actual posting pieces. So I still write all content, but once they've written it, I was finding that a lot was just getting stuck on my computer and not making it out into the world. So now I have this added accountability of people who will help me get it out into the world, but we have to talk. I have to be able to communicate with them. I have to be able to pass things off. I have to not be the bottleneck. And because that is hard for me, meeting every morning has been super helpful way to keep me accountable to that. Does that make sense? So we have to make time for all these things. They won't just happen. And there won't be a time, I don't think, where it would be easier to make it happen. Like, oh, I've just made all the money I need to make. So now I can get help. Like, I've noticed that I have to lean into asking for help and be uncomfortable with that, both from monetary perspective and a time perspective before it can work. Does that make sense? Okay. So the other thing I think about is when I'm planning for my business and really making it feel like not that hollow big sphere, but more of that compact, meaningful, like really every hour is counting and is what I should be doing way, which is a journey. The other thing that I think about is my own support right? So how I'm supported. As many of you listening, you're supporting other people if you have a business, whether that's your team, or maybe you have a job and yet you're still supporting other people, right? You have a team of people that you're supporting, or you're supporting a company, however you want to look at it. When you have a business, right, you're supporting something. And so as a coach, you know, I'm supporting all of our members of Flow365, but I also am trying to support our whole community, which is a lot of people. And the other day, I emailed, it was 
the sweetest email, but someone said, you're kind of like a mother to us all. (laughs) This was somebody who's not a client right now. She's, and we were, so we were just doing email exchange. She's like, you're kind of like a mom. I really hope someone's taking care of you. And the truth is, is that I do make sure that I am constantly surrounded by support. I do that in my role as mother. I do that around my body. And I also do that around my business. So I have different things that I make time for. There is somebody who I should put his episode here because he talked on Summit once that we had. But I have accountability buddy who I talk to every single Friday. We both are growing businesses. I was actually his client at one point. He was our videographer and we're at similar stages. And so we're really checking in every week with each other and supporting each other in business growth. I am a member of Business Mastermind. And so I have this whole group of amazing women who are all in a similar stage of business as me. And we have different ways of checking in, right? We have Q&As with our mentor. We have smaller groups where we're masterminding with each other. And that has been super helpful in me showing up and getting the support I need. And drum roll, all those things take time, right? So that's like, I don't know, I feel like sometimes that's four or five hours a week, and they're so well spent. And I am not pushing them into the weekends and the nights, like I'm doing that during work hours. And that's really helped me to understand where my time can go, how my time is best spent. And those things, they keep me going. They keep me accountable. They keep me showing up because otherwise it's still, it's very easy for time just to swoosh by, but that sort of slows me down. It anchors me to other people, right? So, and I feel like team and what I'm talking about, like the support that you put around you, that those are different, right? So some people you may pay, I pay a good amount of them and some of them are friends and we're doing this for each other. Some people who I've been in paid groups with, you know, I don't know, 10 years ago are still some of my best friends and we still check in from time to time. Many of them you've heard actually on this podcast. Definitely feel free to follow up if you want to know any more about any of that stuff that I just shared, especially some of the programs that have been really impactful for me. I'm not going to make this into an ad, but that is definitely something that I invest in and also make time for every week. Okay, and then I don't know why I'm saying this last because I sort of should have started with this piece. But the other thing when I'm thinking about planning for my business is I'm always thinking about planning for balance. So I'm really looking at, okay, if I'm, you know, serving clients this many hours, and I'm doing this many hours of writing content and this many hours of being on podcasts or making our podcast, and this many hours of sort of behind the scenes stuff, planning stuff, all the things I just shared, right? If all of that's taking up my work day, then what balances that out? Like, because I love, love, love what I do. And I feel like I found the thing that I would do all day, every day, whether I made money or not. But the truth is, it's a business. So it obviously has to also make money. (laughs) And we have things that we need to pay for, which is what businesses do. And I think one of the most amazing things and really why I do what I do and what I want to be an example of is really creating balance. And some of that comes into planning and time. So one of the things I always look at when I'm planning anything for business, whether it's a launch or a project or the next quarter, whatever it happens to be the year, is I always am looking at what will balance it out for me. So a lot of times that's a vacation. Sometimes I start by planning vacation. I start by planning time off. When is their time off? When are the kids off from school? When do I know that I need to get out of the house? That's all been a little bit different for the past two and a half years, but I'm just saying in like normal times. And I think that question is starting to come up in my brain again. Like, what does vacation look like? When can I take it? And how can I know that that's coming in and know that that will refuel me? 
And I do invocation, by the way, is I do differentiate between sort of time off that refuels me and time off because I want to be spending time with my family. And I didn't used to always have the time that refueled me. That's been a really important addition. So like, for example, after leading a three-day retreat, I need a day off like in order to be human and be able to show up for my family, for other clients, for all the things. And so taking that time for myself has been really, really, really helpful. Okay, I'm going way longer than I thought I would go, by the way, but that's okay, because I'm hoping this is really good in helping you figure out what you are planning for when you're thinking about planning for your business. Exercise, movement, food, my wellness, that's where flow is coming from, right? And I need to make sure that when I'm creating my own business is getting in the way of that. Now, have I ever gotten into snafus in the 20 whatever years that I've been in business? Absolutely. I have planned things, thought I had enough time, and then in following through with my word, and it taken more time than I thought it did, not taking care of myself in the way that I wanted to. And then I get to course correct. And that's why I'm always looking at the plan, like not just if I'm planning for six months, I'm not looking at it every six months, I'm really looking at it every month or every two months at minimum, so that I'm really learning as I go in a phase where I'm not paying attention to the vacation and the exercise and the food and something else is taking up more space. I look at how to balance that again, because balance is like constant thing. If you think of that analogy again, of that old fashioned scale where you put something on both sides, even a gust of wind can tip it a little bit, right? Like, so you make work a little bit more efficient and the other side goes out of balance, right? And so then you have to bring it back into balance. You're constantly figuring out how to bring it back into balance. Okay. And I feel like whenever we grow any part, whether it's our business or, you know, our ability to be at home or make good food, we tend to take things out of balance for a minute. Like that's part of the balancing act. Just know that that's normal. So I've definitely found that in the past year, as I lean into the next level of business, it has taken other pieces out of balance. And so a lot of times I find that my focus for the week, even though my week feels very full with work things, has to do with connecting with kids or moving my body or making sure dinners really are serving me. And that sort of balances out that work piece. Does that make sense? Okay. And then the other thing that's really important for me in balanced time is just connected time. And that is something that I feel like went away a bit in COVID. It went away a little bit in our personal story that happened during COVID where one kid was suffering. So she got a lot of attention. And so I'm really focused at the moment on balancing out connection and what that looks like and how each kid really can feel my presence and not feel like work is taking away from them and all those different pieces. So I'm focused on balancing that out right now. That's a little bit behind the scenes, like what that looks like. And for me, what that looks like this summer happens to be like when one kid is at camp, maybe there's a day where it doesn't have to be so work focused and I can take another kid alone somewhere. As we're getting Felix ready for college, like how can I spend some time with him to make him feel more ready? What does that look like? And for me, that's been looking at the days where we can sit down and have lunch together and connect about something. So I'm just paying a lot of attention to what that connection looks like, what that is, 
And that's helping me be more present with my work. It's helping me follow through on the things that I've put on my work schedule because I know that I've tended to all these other areas of my life that I want to believe I can do it all for sure, right? That's why I do what I do. That's hopefully why what you do what you do so that you can really have it all in a way that maybe your parents didn't or where you came from. That wasn't the story. But I think that's the story that we're rewriting. We're rewriting that we can be women who make money, have money, love our kids, are amazing parents to our kids, tend to our homes in really thoughtful ways, maybe don't accumulate so much stuff or living a little bit greener and more conscious of the planet than the generation before us. We're eating in a way that really serves us. We're thinking about self-care and we're thinking about the legacy that all of this leaves on our kids and on their kids and their kids, you know? So at least that's what I'm thinking about. So I hope that I'm inspiring you to think about that too. All right, I think that's what I've got. I just wanted to reiterate really fast. So what we talked about was the different pieces of planning for your business. And for me right now, that looks like spending time getting really clear on what that even means, what business is, the systems that really support that, the help that I can get to implement those systems, what it looks like to focus on what I've decided I want to do, making the space to plan and to show up to planning. And part of planning is also assessing and seeing what happened, making time for support and colleagues and masterminds and all the things that we need to keep us growing and keep us moving forward and making time for balance, balancing life with our business and seeing that as one holistic picture. It's not like we're planning for our business over in this silo and hoping and wishing that that means we have enough time for our families and our bodies and our desires, right? So we're not wishing and hoping, we are planning for that. And all those things take up a little space in our hearts and in our weeks. And so that's what I wanted to get on and share with you about today. Now, one last thing. We have opened the doors in Flow 365 to, I think we have, I'm going to say this wrong, but I think we have 12 more spots that are open until the retreat that is at the end of this month. They're not really open to that. They're open until they fill. So we're basically have 12 more spots to let in before the retreat. It's a great time to join because we will really be utilizing this summer energy to plan, especially if you're an entrepreneur you're going to just go into the fall feeling so ready. If you're thinking about your health, this is such a great time to really take time for that before the busyness of the fall. It's also, we just ran a, where we were taking people from overwhelmed to ease and there were so many home projects happening. So it's a great time to really delve into making your home feel decluttered and like you can find things. We have some people moving in flow right now. So So really getting into your life and following through with your dreams. That's really what Flow 365 is about. And we've sort of created a situation where I open the doors more frequently than usual to a small number of people. And there is no time to join like right before a retreat. Just start transforming things really, really quickly because it's such a special experience. And retreats are online. You can do them from vacation as long as you're not sort of camping in the middle of the woods with no 
reception. We do meet on Zoom, but for little chunks of time. And then you're really planning and taking great care of yourself in between. It's a really unique and fun experience. So let's say this, a fun way to live your best life. We're definitely pushing the edges of what you believe is possible for you, which can sometimes feel hard. I'm not going to lie. It's simple, but it doesn't always feel easy because we're definitely processing all the fears that come up and supporting you through them. And it's just a wonderful, it's called a wonderful experience and a live experience. So if you want to know more about that, just head on over to plansimple.com. You can read about it and you can also get on the wait list. And if one of those 12 spots is still open, we will reach out to you and let you know. And if it's not, we'll probably still reach out to you and let you know that it's not open right now and tell you maybe when it might be open next. So go do that so you can be on that list and maybe be one of those people who comes in. We would love to have you. All right. That is officially what I got for today. So have an amazing weekend and I will see you for our next interview where we are going to be moving from entrepreneurship and into some episodes that were created for all different times in motherhood and parenting. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you know a woman who wants a little more simple and a lot more flow, Share this episode and send them over to the Plan Simple website to download our free course. And if you can find a five-minute window today between meetings in the carpool line while you're eating your lunch, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. This one action plays such a big part in helping other women find us. And I have so much gratitude for you in advance. So thank you so much. Until next week, dream big, plan from your heart, and have a great day.